0: Chapter 18, The Prince's Gambit is the plan guy. Zuko is decidedly not. is the master strategist, and Zuko is the opposite of him. He's learned that the firebender rarely plans further than two steps ahead, and generally approaches things with a wing-it-and-hopefully-survive point of view. Zhao could not have accidentally soul-bonded two more different people if he'd tried. Except, that wasn't strictly true— Saka thinks he and Zuko could actually make a good team out of their differences. See, the nature of plans is that they're bound to go wrong, so a true survivor must be prepared to improvise said plan. This is something Zuko is instinctively good at. A true master of understands that the finer aspect of planning is anticipating the improvising that might be needed of said plan. This is something Saka is amazing at. Put together— He and Zuko could make great work out of their natural inclinations. That being said, all the improvisations and master planning in the world could not have prepared Sokka for the next little twist in the misadventures of the gang and the walking incredulity that is Zuko. Zuko catches the deadly bolts of blue that arc from Azula's hands and throws it to the ground. It's the first time Sokka's seen Psycho Princess look anything other than insufferably victorious and or angry. Her mouth falls open, her amber eyes, a shade darker than Zuko's, Sokka's mind supplements like that is relevant information right now, or ever, wide with shock. To be fair, if Sokka had the means to access any reflective surface right now, he'd certain he'd look similar. What? Zuko smiles grimly as he stands by Sokka and his friends in a manner that is as protective as it is defiant. Surprises Ula he announces theatrically, like the drama queen he is. It's nice to see you shocked for once. Azula's eyes narrow, and she throws another shot as if making sure. This time, Sokka sees clearly what Zuko does. The firebender stands in a wide, loose, flowy stance, moving his hands fluidly in a manner extremely unlike his usual aggressive style, as he catches the lethal arc and directs it back with only a hint of a stagger. That's a waterbending move. That's a waterbender's stance. Sands the water, add in the lightning. Zuko had clearly been paying more attention to Sokka and his lessons than Sokka had assumed. I see, Azula says, like that one demonstration told her everything she needed to know. Zuko had said she was a prodigy, not just in firebending, but wickedly smart in general. Sokka hates that he has to agree with the assessment. Her eyes flicker between Zuko and Sokka. Looks like both of you have picked up new tricks. Her tone turns back to mocking, like she'd never been ruffled in the first place. Without warning, she zaps another shot. This time, it's not a focus bolt, but a large arc in their general direction. And Sokka yelps as he feels the heat of it cinch his skin, even as Zuko catches and redirects it. The movement is noticeably more difficult this time, and Zuko's already loose stance breaks. It's then that Sokka notices the blackened fingers. "'As I thought,' Azula says, her tone self-satisfactory. "'Every time you do that, you get hurt.' To collective alarm, Zuko doesn't disagree. She attacks again, and Zuko redirects again, but he's thrown back several feet. "'So all I have to do to win is to keep going until you break!' Azula finishes, tossing her hair. "'I just have to wear you down.' "'Zuko!' Sokka darts forward maybe to catch him by the shoulders to steady him, maybe to pull him away. But Katara's firm hand on his forearm stops him. No, Sokka, she hisses. Do not step there. There's too much unstable energy in the air right now. Sokka knows what she means. He can feel it too, the way the air crackles with static and the promise of violence. Where was Aang? Maybe an airbender could do something to defuse this but he can also feel through the soul bond a ghostly sensation of throbbing pain radiating from the center of his chest and new stiffness in his fingertips. And Azula's next strike promises to be harsher. Zuko, get out of the way! Zuko shows no sign of having heard. Even his motion this time, while fluid, have a certain mechanical quality to them. Nothing like the dynamism that Sokka has grown used to seeing. Every time Azula strikes, Zuko counters, but falls back and they're forced to fall back with him. Further away is the sound of Zhao shouting and someone fighting him, presumably Aang, but Sokka's ears are ringing with sound, and Sokka's fingers are tingling with pain. Every time Zuko redirects a splinter of Azula's lightning, he feels a quick-searing agony through his entire system, gone as quickly as it comes, but leaving him breathless nonetheless. It's brief, but potent enough to leave an excruciating impression after. He wonders how Zuko's just standing there and taking it. If Sokka's feeling phantom shocks of pain, what's going through Zuko's body every time he catches Azula's spark with little more than his fingers? That can't be healthy for anyone's nervous system, right? Then he catches sight of the streaks of red dripping from Zuko's forearms, and alarm intensifies back with vengeance. Spirits! Sokka can't take this anymore! Zuko! Sokka yells, Stop it! He tries to reach out through their soul bond, needing to tell the guy to leg it out of there. They'll find another way out of this. They always do. But when he stretches out through the mental connection, ghostly fingers tugging at the bond, Sokka's startled to find... he can't reach Zuko. It's like there's a fog around Zuko's mind that Sokka can't get through, a heaviness like dragging his feet through thick snow. Zuko's there, but it's like he's beyond a veil, and Sokka can't get through it. Shit. Mild worry turns to full blown panic. Zuko redirects another strike. This one's bigger than the last, enough to send him staggering. Sokka lets out a scream through his teeth when he feels the aftershock of that blast up his spine. Sokka Katara reaches for him. Sokka waves her off because he's fine, fine. What's a little lightning? She should be worrying after the jerk, not him. Then Azula's next cackle is followed by a thundering shot that brings Sokka down to his knees, and the scream locked behind gritted teeth turns into a real one. For some seconds, he's not aware of what's around him, only concentrating on breathing through the pain, 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 lancing up his body. Somehow he feels rather than sees Zuko glancing his way. Then it's like something clears, because he can hear Zuko's thoughts clearly again, all his emotions boiling over like water left to steep for far too long in silence. Sokka! Instead of just standing there and taking it, Zuko finally, finally, moves out of the way. Logically, Azula's lightning should hurt. But Zuko doesn't feel it. Uncle always fretted whenever Zuko disassociated. Pain serves a purpose, he'd said. It tells you what needs changing. Granted, he'd been talking about the pain he'd felt from watching modern tea-making back then, but Zuko had understood for once that the analogy referred more to Zuko's tendency to get lost in himself. Zuko knows it isn't healthy. Zuko also can't control it. It shields him like a drug, and he welcomes the numbness to the pain. Azula shoots him again, but Zuko can't feel anything. He sees the red streaks as blood begins to drip down his forearms, but he doesn't feel it. He catches each live wire and sees the crackling path pass from one extended finger to another, but he doesn't feel it, and it's strangely liberating and freeing, all at once. Then he realizes... Sokka! Sokka can feel it. Sokka's flinching, falling back with every step, writhing because he can feel the pain that Zuko successfully separated from himself. And that's all it takes for Zuko to crash himself back to the present. He can see the clear amber of Azula's startled eyes when, instead of catching the next lightning strike, he evades it. Sokka's ears are ringing. He's panting harshly, and concentrating on just how to breathe. In. Out. In. Out. When the soul bond thrums, the pain cuts, and Zuko's suddenly there, pressing into his side to support him up. Sokka instinctively reaches out, and pulls the firebender into a half-embrace, ignoring the mottled spots of black and streaks of red that stand out against pale skin. Zuko goes completely still— but Sokka ignores it for a moment in favor of heaving great gasps of relief. You scared me, he tells the firebender through their soul bond, strangely relieved to find his words getting through, unlike the fog Zuko's mind had been in earlier. Don't do that again. I can't. The air to their left explodes in a crackle of flame and electric sparks. Zuko yanks Sokka back, using his own body as a shield for the aftershock. He spins around, an urgency to his movement that hadn't been there before. Can you waterbend right now? Zuko demands, gold eyes blazing into Sokka's. Sokka's hyper-aware of how close their bodies are pressed. I-what? Zuko? Can you waterbend or not? Zuko's voice lowers to a hiss, fingers digging almost painfully into Sokka's shoulders. Yes or no? yes but-what? I didn't magically lose the ability in the last five minutes- Stranger things have happened, Zuko muttered. And yeah, Sokka will give him that, but still. I'm about to do something reckless and stupid, and when I do, I need you to grab Aang and Katara and run, okay? What? I'm not leaving you! You have to. No! Sokka shouts, well aware that their respective anger and confusion is amplifying each other's through the soul bond, but not in the mood to care or back down this time. We can't get separated, remember? We're soul bonded! And, like, fuck was Sokka going to leave Zuko back in the hands of the family that had never wanted him anything but dead. Sokka. Two warm hands grip the side of Sokka's face, forcing him to look into Zuko's eyes. We don't have a choice, Zuko says fiercely. Their soul bond thrums with the force of his conviction. Azula's orders are to kill me. If she gets Aang as well and brings him back to my father, it's all over. Sokka stares at him for a heartbeat. This was it, then. The once-crowned prince of the Fire Nation had declared his side in the war, whether he was aware of it or not. Then we cover for Aang and Katara to escape. Sokka can't identify the rising swell of emotion in his chest. Maybe, if they both somehow survived this. I'm staying with you. Azula will kill you, Zuko grits out, if Xiao doesn't take you first for his own means. We'll face them both together, Sokka insists. I'm not leaving you, Zuko. You've been facing things alone long enough. Zuko exhales, and Sokka knows he's close to giving in. That's when the ground between their feet explodes. Azula is there, as is Zhao, looking insane and murderous respectively. A deep crack opens, driving a wedge in the earth. Sokka turns to attack, water already spiraling around his arms. But Zuko uses the momentum to throw Sokka towards the more stable side of the ground. Zuko! Gold meets ocean blue. Go! Get out of here! If it was possible for a mental voice to crack, Zuko's did. I'll be fine! Then, as smoke rises and Zhao shouts something unintelligible, Zuko slams his mental barriers down. After the relentless background thrumming of another's thoughts, the sudden silence should have been welcome. But all Sokka can feel and think is, Wrong, 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 wrong! Katara grabs him, and they're gone.